0: Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast today. It's good to have you with us, and I want to share something with you today, and I may stay on this for a few podcasts, but I want to introduce it to you today. Uh, I was really praying one day and and uh, thinking about the podcast and what I could share with you that would be of benefit to leaders and pastors and those who desire to be in the ministry. And and this is the phrase that kind of came to me, are you a doer of what you preach? You know, I've been in the ministry now uh, for 40 years, and I know it sounded like old, but I started when I was 12, but no, nah, that's a joke. I, not really, but <clears throat> anyway, 40 years, and I have been around ministers of all shapes, sizes, and and configurations, if you want to say that, and and I've watched them, and I've watched their lifestyle, not in a judging manner, mainly a learning manner, and I've seen that a lot of people who are in the ministry today don't do what they preach. In fact, they they use um, uh, methods to accomplish things that are not even scriptural at all. And then when there is some fruit, they give God glory for it, or maybe sometimes they give themselves glory for it. But bottom line, they're not doing what they preach. And one of the things that challenged me when I first went into ministry was to be the same in the pulpit and out. I don't want to be a different person, you know, uh, in the pulpit, and then I don't want to preach on love and talk about love and then come off come off and and. Beat everybody up and walk, you know, totally contrary to what I preached. And you say, "Well, that doesn't happen." Oh, yeah, it happens all the time. I've seen it many times. Um, And there are there are lots of issues around this where we have to be responsible to to do what we are uh, preaching and not just use it as a message to get it to an end. And Paul, in, in fact, well, let me mention this real quick. My son Taylor, when he was little. Um, he said this, and I thought it was really, <laughs> really funny at the time, because he was he was um, he was in church. Normally, he was in children's church, but for some reason, he was in church that morning. And I told a story about something, and I don't even remember what it was now, but I remember after I got home, Taylor said to me, he "said Daddy, is that the truth, or were you just preaching?" And you know, sometimes I think I really think. That, that there is a difference for a lot of people between truth and preaching. And I, I know men and women of God, mostly men, I guess, but who, who um, man, they're willing to do anything to, to get their message across and in, in, in actually not even being honest about what they're saying and thinking that justifies them not being open or honest or telling the truth when they preach. But the Bible's pretty clear that we have to be doers of what we preach. We can't just go about doing what we want to do, and uh, because if you're you're leading people and they're following you, they're going to pick up on that, and they're going to start questioning you and your character and your integrity if one minute you're preaching one thing and the next minute you're doing just the opposite. So I just want to challenge you today uh, with some scripture to help you with this, to be a doer of what you preach. Um, where you can actually tell someone if they ask you, is that the truth or were you just preaching? You can honestly say to them, they're one and the same always. Because that's what I told my son. Son, what I preach is the truth and it's both the same all the time. Paul said this in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 2. And I'm going to read this out of the uh, Amplified Bible so you can get this. And if you've listened to these podcasts, you've heard me use this scripture before, I'm sure. But Paul said, we have renounced disgraceful ways, secret thoughts, feelings, desires, underhandedness, the methods and arts that men hide through shame. We refuse to deal craftily to practice trickery. Cunning or to adulterate or handle dishonestly the word of God. But we state the truth openly, clearly, and candidly. So we commend ourselves in the sight and presence of God and to every man's conscience. Now I want you to listen to me for a minute because this is really important because so many times I have heard, well, the end justifies the means. But that's not true. If you're not sincere and open and honest about what you do, eventually that's going to catch up with you. And it may not catch up with you in this life, but it's going to catch up with you because you're going to have to answer to the Lord for it. And in a later podcast, we're going to probably deal with that. But Paul said, I have renounced disgraceful ways, secret thoughts, Feelings and desires in underhandedness. It is so easy if you are a leader to say things that are just a little bit off. You know they're just a little bit off, but you know that if you say it this way, then somebody is going to respond the way you need them to. Listen to me today. That is wrong. And you eventually will. I don't, I'm not threatening you. I'm just telling you, from, I can show you from the Word. You're going to have to pay for that, either in this life or in that to come, because as a minister of the gospel, you're going to be judged by that. It says, We refuse to deal craftily, to practice trickery and cunning, or to adulterate or handle dishonestly the Word of God. You know, so many times, there are, there are ways that the world uses to communicate that, the, that a lot of times men of God, men and women of God have taken up that same operation and justifying, well, they're giving to the ministry and it's okay to do this. I'll give you an example of this. I got a personal letter from a minister uh, not too long ago. The reason I say it was personal, because it had my name on the front of it. It had personal and confidential stamped on it. And I opened it up, and it was like a four-page letter, and it had Dear Sam. So it was personal. And as I read through the letter, I realized, you know what? This isn't a personal letter. He just plugged my name in in certain places so it would look like it was a personal letter so that I could feel like I had a personal connection with this person because they wanted me to give. I know it's quiet in my studio. I wonder if it's quiet. <laughs> it, and listen to me today. That's not right. You're dealing craftily. You're dealing, you're giving someone the idea that you're writing them a personal letter. I know a particular member of my congregation used to talk about a particular minister and how they were such good friends. They actually left my city, left Shreveport, Louisiana, and moved to another city where this minister was because they thought, because of those letters they were getting, that they were close friends and that they could be buddies. That minister didn't know them, didn't know anything about them. He didn't know their name because it was a letter that was comprised by a company in order to to communicate to someone on a personal level, but it wasn't really personal. Now, listen to me. Paul said that's dealing craftily, practicing trickery and cunning when you do that. That's not doing what you preach. That's just the opposite of what you preach. And I dare say if some of these ministers and or leaders that, I'm, that, that do these types of things, I dare say that if they actually had that happen to them, they'd be furious about it. But they justify it by saying, well, I have so many partners, and I want them to know that I care about them, so I'm going to do this like it's personal. No, if it's not personal, it's not personal. And that's the way you need to approach it. And if you do that and you're honest about it, then I believe God can bless you. But there is coming a time when whether you, you, you have to do the word that you preach, And you have to be very careful about how you communicate to people as a leader, because eventually people will see you and see what you say, and they will match that up with what you do. And when they realize they're not the same, then they're not going to follow you anymore. Now, listen, let me just say this. Nobody can do this perfectly. You're going to make mistakes. I've made mistakes. I've done things that I regretted doing because I realized after the fact. You know what? That was not not totally um, deceitful, but yet it could have been misunderstood or misinterpreted. And I don't ever want that to be a, to happen in my in my life because I believe that eventually that will come back to haunt you, so to speak. It will come back to uh, to challenge you if you're not careful uh, about the way you handle the Word of God and the ministry that God has given you. I remember a number of years ago, we, we were doing a stewardship campaign. And we wanted to, uh, we asked this company to help us organize it. And uh, because they were very good at telling you how to organize a stewardship campaign to build a building. But I can't tell you how many times I told them, no, we're not doing that. No, we're not going to do that. Yeah, but they, they," and they would point out the results. Yeah, but if you do this, then the results are going to be this. I said, yes, but if I do that, I'm not going to be honest. I'm not being honest. I'm not being upright about it. And you've got to be very careful about that because some of the arguments are very convincing, but but there's, it still doesn't make it right. And I want to tell you, I believe your heart knows what's right. And if you're not careful, you will actually compromise what God wants for your life. So listen to me today, and I want you to hear this. Be a doer of what you preach. If you talk about walking in love, don't be the one who comes down off the pulpit and blast everybody in sight because somebody made a mistake. You still got to walk in love, no matter who you are, or where you are, you still got to walk upright before the Lord. So I just want to challenge you today to, to be a doer. If you're a leader and you're a doer, people will follow you to the ends of the earth. But if you're just a sayer and they watch your life and see it's not the same, then, uh, then that's a problem. I'll just give you one closing example. I remember one pastor that he was always on his congregation to come back on Sunday night, come back on Sunday night. You know, it was, you know, he, he, you know, we, we have church on Sunday night and I will never forget. I flew out there to preach in a meeting and, and was going to, um, uh, meet with this pastor. And so when I landed and got walked out of the airport, he was standing there waiting for me and it was Sunday night. I I was shocked. I said, why are you picking me up? Don't you have church tonight? He said, oh, yeah, somebody else can handle it. It's no big deal. And I'm thinking, yeah, it is a big deal. And it really, it really was a red flag to me about that pastor and about his ministry. And, uh, and, and I could not have a close relationship with him. Because I'll be honest with you, if he would tell his congregation that, there's no telling what he'd tell me. So you have to be very careful about what you do. And you have to swear to your own hurt. I mean, listen, you just got to make up your mind. That's how you're going to live your life. If you're going to be a leader. Now, if you want to live however you want to live, go ahead. But listen, at at some point in time, that will be judged. It may not even be this life, but it will be judged. And you've got to make up your mind. You're going to walk upright. Well, my time's up for today. I'm going to leave you hanging right there. Let you (laughs) chew on that for a little while. Be a doer of what you preach. I believe God's blessing will be added to you abundantly if you're willing to do that. Praise the Lord. God bless you till next time. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.